0: 22 thanks for listening i'm caitlin and my pronouns are she her and hers and i'm kelsey and my pronouns are also she her and hers and today we're continuing along the alphabet last episode we had q so i just have to put another shout out to kelsey getting q because (laughs) i i don't know if there's a harder letter i mean we might find out but i thought that was a good challenge I am uh, so glad we managed to find them. That was cool. Yeah, killed it. We did awesome. Or really, you did awesome. You led the charge on that one. Um, so so today cover. we have our little easier. Um, so, and Kelsey told me early today, earlier today, that one of these is one of her favorites. So she did not tell me earlier which one. So be fun oh. to find out. I'll find out at the same time. Yeah, I mean, adventure. I think I know which one it is, but I want to keep the mystery alive. It's kind of exciting. (laughs) Um, So, we are starting with um, Roxy, which is an Irish red by Boone Valley Brewing Company. So, all sorts of R's in this, which really brewing makes it pretty easy, but I have it, does. Right. but I'm like, R is a good one. <laughs> yeah,
1: you have R's in almost every one of those.
0: That's pretty cool. <laughs> and beer has an R. Like, it's, it's just not even fair that R is after Q. <laughs> Sometimes you have to have an easy one, okay? Well, I appreciate getting it. Interesting. I licked some off my thumb. Maybe that's weird to admit on a recording. And it was almost right. like tasted cidery to me so now i'm interested to actually taste this
1: mm. i can see how you can think that it has some of the same like
0: sweet notes almost yeah. it's definitely more of a beer though it has um more of that beer flavoring well like, it's an irish red. mm-hmm
1: Uh, Boone Valley is not too far from us. Uh, I was just up there last weekend. Not actually at the brewery, but across the street. <laughs> How come I haven't gone
0: here when I've done the Gladiator? I'm sure oh. this is right over there. You should fix that next time. Uh, I think we usually go to that smoking, the, the meat place. That's really good. Uh, okay. Um, but we could take two stops.
1: Should always take two stops um but it's pretty good beer i think i like it for a red i'm not a super big fan of reds but this one is very smooth it's not too malty but just
0: enough i yeah i love the balance of the maltiness and the hops Um,
1: i think that's the similarity to a cider you're thinking comes with
0: a little bit of caramel flavor yeah there it is without being too sweet right yeah, I'd say this is a good overall beer. I would drink it for sure if I saw it. And I, especially like every once in a while, especially in the winter,
1: and I'm mm-hmm, not in an IPA mm-hmm.
0: mood. This would be a nice, like, I oh, this would
1: be a great chill, like,
0: gentle ride for me. Fall bonfire <laughs> beer. Yeah. Oh, this would be so nice to drink next to the smell of the bonfire mm-hmm. and the feel of the bonfire. Oh, good call, Kelsey.
1: I would like to. Cheers to the sheep for their wool, the shepherds for their dedication.
0: And the sheep dogs. And the beer that keeps the world happy. Cheers. Cheers. Yay. Glad we started off with a good one. Uh-huh. Kelsey, how are you? I am pretty good.
1: I had a good day. Mm-hmm. I can breathe a little easier these days. Things are going well. I have finally come to a point where I feel like I can slow down a little. And I'm ready to not be busy, 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 busy like I had been. So that is very, very exciting. Good. I know it's kind of cryptic in some ways, but things are all good. So it's good. I went for a bike ride last weekend. Wasn't nearly like anything impressive, but
0: I got out on a bike I think Which, every bike ride is special and impressive in its own way, for sure. That's, yeah, there is true to
1: that. But it felt good to be out and oh, it was nice. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of work with my side job and my regular job and some other things. And it's, you know, it just feels good to have things starting to be organized, starting to be in good shape and yeah things are really good (laughs) I think I might leave it at that
0: I like it it's good how are you what's new um I can't help to tag off of your bike ride comment though like any bike ride is so good (laughs) it is true I I seriously I've had like I've had days where I have bike day mile that's it and I was glad I did. So, no matter what, what anyone's distance is, where it is, just it's good. It's awesome, and if Fun. it makes you happy, then awesome. It does not have to be a um, Maine to Florida bike ride over five million days or whatever, where you hold all your own food in a backpack and bike upside down. I don't know. Um, They're they're all good. (laughs) Hopefully I'm making sense. You
1: are, absolutely. I was telling Cole earlier, it's like even getting back on my trainer bike inside would be fantastic. So whatever form, a bike ride is always
0: good. Yeah. And with this, like with me trying to bike every day, I just, I never realized how hard it was to get myself to do other things, but I'm like, you know what? I can hop, hop on my seat for a little bit. Uh I don't know. It's, I get a lot of joy out of it. So what, whatever it is that that does that for you, it's awesome. And if it's biking awesome. And if you go around the block and go home, it's awesome. Yeah, it is. And I have a small block. (laughs) I assure you when I say that example, um, yeah. Sorry. Random preachy moment. Bear with oh, me. No. I'm just so excited about biking lately. <laughs>
1: <laughs> As you should
0: be. It's been fun. It's been a really good time for biking. The weather's been awesome. I, It's been, I don't know, 50s in the morning, 60s in the afternoon. Some days have been going into mid-70s, but not every. Um, but yeah, so on biking i got a biking milestone i guess you'd call it um it is known as a century ride which i just learned that it's called that this year but is a biking 100 miles in a day yes yeah i'd be an imperial century good good clarification uh so yeah it was super fun we did backwards of a route that i've done before But instead of starting at the start of the route, we started at home. So that gave us the extra because it's um, the Bay ride, which they switched that route back and forth, which direction. So the year that I did it was the opposite of what we did. So we biked out there and then did a, uh, I would say it's closer to a quadrilateral. It's not a true rectangle um, route around a bunch of small Iowa towns and this beautiful trail it's um the way we went it's a very gradual uphill for ever it is so it's forever
1: the raccoon Raccoon river valley trail and these are all uh rails the trails so a lot of the hills are like a constant one to three percent
0: grade um yeah it was great um i'm not sure i did all the i know i didn't do what all the blog say, but I read some of them as suggestions on how to pair. And so I have like three, three tips that I, I would recommend. Um, so one, I brought extra shorts and I switched halfway through, um, just, I've kind of been burned in the past by wearing workout clothes for too long. I'll leave it at that. Um, Do you, um,
1: wear bike shorts with a chamois or just regular shorts? bike shorts commando okay well a chamois is the like padded part of a bike short
0: yes yes they have chamois okay okay I wasn't quite sure what that was um yeah so I wear those um so halfway through the bike ride I switched my shorts um my shorts didn't feel gross at all but it's just something I I think it's kind of a good practice if you have the space and When I was packing, I realized it was going to be kind of cold in the morning. So I knew I was going to take one of my paneers. So I was like, what's another pair of shorts? It's fine. (laughs) So that's one suggestion I have is, and also is bring your own food, even if you have restaurants or stops planned. Um, I'm not saying we went too crazy. Like I brought three bananas and then, um, like those gummies. Oh, sure. Um, some of the blogs I read said to eat every hour and, and like constantly, you don't really you don't feel as hungry as you need to feel yourself.
1: So your body will typically, burn, like your body will burn more calories than you can put in during an hour of a solid bike ride. And so if you can get those, you know, hundred, 200 calories in every hour, your body will be able to use that, but not much more, if that makes sense. Cause your body can only intake so much but your body can burn so much more
0: yeah yes that's true so the night before I did go a little carb heavy on my food too um and just even just having the bananas like whenever one of us had it out like my husband and I would share one and he brought a few too so I think that really helped us um and then water make sure you have enough water um I only took one water bottle, but there was one stretch where I was like, it would have been a good idea to take two. I didn't run out. Um, I also thought about taking my camel back. I'm glad I didn't. But I knew the trail enough that it was fine. But I think if you're going somewhere where you don't know or you're not sure what's gonna be open, like if we were doing that, we did this on a Saturday, so we're pretty good to go. But a Sunday, like some places close at five and we started at eight and finished at 10 p.m. 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. So you might not have water as as easily as you think so those are my three tips but it was fun um congratulations you yeah good job thank you i over i overdressed i didn't overdress i really made sure my clothes were prepared because it was cold in the morning and i wasn't sure how late we were gonna go
1: Well, you guys did it a really smart way. So you had stops, you had a pretty good route, you had, you know, you planned to be out there and have all your things. That's a great first century. Like, it was a good job. Thank Um, you. I know my first century was hard. (laughs) But when you can, like, build in, if you're not really, like, how how do I say this? If you can build in those stops and you know that you're prepared and you're planning to stop there and there and there and there and, there and you think through it, you can make
0: it happen. Yeah. I agree. I I had a great time. I want to do another one. It's just, it's, it's it is hard to find a whole day and take right. a day away from the toddler. Well, you just have to do but. it next time with the trailer. Yeah, Maybe. He he does pretty good. I think the most we've pushed him is twenty four miles, and then he's over it. He's ready. Start like uh, bike packing or something. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, it was super fun. Um, some other things we brought, but not necessary necessities, is I brought one of those phone charger things so I could recharge my phone. Um, oh, a necessity, I have my lights on my bike.
1: Lights are good Fully this charged. Time of
0: year. um Like those those kind of things too. I I checked my tires, make sure I have a inner tube. But I don't know. Food, food was very key. Keep putting it in. Uh yeah, so that's why I got on there. Um announcements. Oh uh, let's see. We'll start with our Sash
1: Challenge is still going on. and as a whole group we used we had a net negative that over a net negative 5,000 yards how cool is that
0: that's really cool
1: Shannon is still leading nice yeah they are leading by about 7,000 yards
0: Cia Stein. Yep. Has so Shannon's it. name on it. Negative, <laughs> almost negative 24,000 yards.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And followed just behind by Emery and Linda Collins. So they're each 7,000 between them. It's, oh, it's funny. It's about 7,000 between first and second, and between second and third, and then third and fourth. Hmm.
0: kind of interesting that's that's funny how things like that happen yes it is i love numbers
1: <laughs> um you're still beating me but i also have a bunch of yards to input yeah nice
0: just one dishcloth at a time i've been a dishcloth the machine I have been knitting things, but I haven't been entering
1: things. So I need to get those, which just leads me right in to say it is not too late to join in. Mm-hmm. There's still time left in the year. Um, even if you don't end up winning the first place prize, there still be prizes. So we'll have to do, ooh, we should have a uh, third quarter drawing coming up fairly soon.
0: Yeah, that's true. Wow, that snuck
1: up on us, didn't it? It did.
0: Next episode.
1: On our next episode, we'll do our third quarter drawing. And then we'll go from there. So to enter, there is an entry form either linked through our Instagram, um, through our website as well. Or you can also enter with the hashtag Gravel Knits Stash. Um, at least as the Instagram prizes, so that gets you participation points. And yes. So the idea is to keep knitting from your stash. Woo <laughs>
0: Um, I think that's what we have for announcements.
1: All right, Caitlin. What have you been listening to? You
0: on it's. We love Kino Nets. We sure do. Uh, Mary is the best. Um, But the reason why I chose Kino Nets today is because she is saying Tata for now. Um, So it's not like a complete goodbye, but she's taking a break. She has an episode. It's episode 105. um, That kind of goes into it a little more. And she actually talks about the mittens that I'm working on right now. So it's kind of cool to hear about um, how she decided to design them. And I liked getting that insight. I
1: have, have really, enjoyed- oh, I, was say, I have really enjoyed her podcast from the very beginning. And at least she has a nice bunch of backlog to be able to go back and listen to. I've knit numerous number of her patterns, I've tested patterns for her. And, you know, sometimes, you know, life changes and we just have to embrace it. And it's great.
0: Yeah. And I've enjoyed her pattern, her patterns and her podcast for quite a while now too. And she's awesome. She's, I enjoy the way that she designs. I enjoy the way she writes. I like listen to listening to her. Um, I think Kelsey actually introduced me to her podcast. I think that's what got me into her. But yeah, so listen to it. Listen to her backlog. She's awesome. None of that's going away. Um, same with her her website and her patterns. If you use Ravelry, they're on there or her website or whatever. But I did want to throw it out there um, that she's awesome. So if you wanted to check her out and support her, send her a, a kind message saying thank you you know (laughs) so thank you mary you're the best you good luck in the future so i think that brings us to cast ons or current projects oh right that section is both it does include both so what's brewing my brain yes what's brewing that's just where i should have gone what's brewing kelsey
1: let's see here I'm going to talk about it, but I don't have it in front of me because it's sitting in my office. But I am working on the Juneteenth Shawl by Ann Hansen. One of my friends is, one of my college friends is getting married in a couple of weeks. And I'm, you know, I've got a deadline coming up, so I'll be working on it quite a bit. I've got 33 rows left to go. you got this. I've totally got this. It doesn't matter that it's about to increase by another 200 stitches. Wow. Yeah, it ends up with like 600 stitches on the needles. Cool. It's going to be amazing, Um, but I'll be on a little bit of a time crunch for that. I should be able to get it done, though. Oh, for sure.
0: Anyway, let's see.
1: I am really enjoying it
0: go ahead sorry i thought you were gonna you were gonna switch on to the next one this is the one with the alpaca right yes yep okay i'm using cascade alpaca lace
1: in the oh a crew color so plain white it's gonna be great with her wedding dress i am doing it comes in two sizes short and tall i am doing the short size my friend is five feet tall so, we thought maybe that the tall size would be way too big. Makes um, sense. It's still going to end up being about 64 inches wide or something like that, 60 inches cool.
0: wide. Yeah.
1: So, it should be right at perfect. And, like I said, I've got 33 roads left, and that includes the bind off. I'm halfway through the last chart. It's very exciting. <laughs> Yeah. So I am moving right through that one. I'm trying to average three or four rows a day, but I need to pick up the pace a little bit. I've been at a conference and I have tomorrow at the conference. So there's going to get more done tomorrow. Nice mm-hmm. question. Yes.
0: Um, when you are knitting in a conference environment from a chart, what how do you set that up is that something where you kind of like have it on your phone do you have it printed out and just have it in your lap i i'm curious on logistics because this is something i would like to try but have not tried
1: so this conference in particular they all know i knit they've known i've knit forever Um, and it used to be hats and socks and things Um, now i'll take and, and it depends i try not to do lace knitting chart knitting typically if it's if i'm going to be there but often i'll have my computer with me okay and so i'll pull this chart up on my computer because we're typically seated at tables and mind you it's an it conference so pretty much everybody's got their computer okay
0: Um, gotcha
1: yeah so I don't typically try to take things with charts if it's going to be obvious that I've got a chart sitting right in front of me, but I might do it off of my phone or more often my computer. However, with this one, it's in, to me a very simple glance down at the chart, go through the repeat once, and now I've got it memorized in my head. And I do it another 22 times down across. Okay. Especially if you can figure out how to read your knitting, it can become easier to glance down, see what it is real quick, and then go. Nice. Yeah. That works for me. It may not work for
0: everybody. Cool. Yeah. Something that I could probably strive for at some point. I'm not, like, I'll memorize something, but then I'm not confident I memorized it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) At least when patterns, uh, when the, when you get more used to working off of charts and like lace charts, you can kind of get to know the flow of how the chart's going to feel. Like, okay, you know that you've got these eyelets progressing up at a diagonal. Okay, so next time I know that that number is going to be one less than the time before. One less than the time before. So you can kind of read into it gotcha sweet so the next one i'm going to talk about is what is in my hands all right and i'm calling this one the reverse lion
0: <laughs> okay
1: it is roughly based off of the lion heart pullover by shannon cook and jane Richmond. I, this is actually a sweater number two that I've based off the same pattern, and this one I reverse engineered. I wanted to see if I could, you know, go from the pattern that I did of a sweater bottom up to the hood, and see if I could figure out how to go top down. Okay. So without pulling up another hooded top-down pattern I used this pattern and kind of reverse engineered it cool yeah um so the line heart is a hooded pullover pretty simple it has some color uh, two different colors that are used in it for striping I didn't um didn't really want to do the striping part, I didn't really have the right amount of yarn to do that in the right way. So I decided to hold two strands together. Um, a ba yarn, ba sock yarns, and yeah. a strand of the lace alpaca. Cool. I'm marlin, like Caitlin loves.
0: Oh, so pretty. I
1: love that. And, and yeah, um, holding those together with like a size six needle. And for this one, I did um, Judy's magic cast on, like you would have at first sock toe.
0: Oh, okay, yep.
1: And then kind of knit and increased and kind of did the same idea of, instead of the decreases that the line hard pattern had, I increased in the similar spots and then did the raglan similar way. And it'll be kind of interesting to look at the two that I did side by side and see how different they look. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited. I'm almost done, too. And the recipients are going to get them before the next time we record. So look for pictures on our Instagram. Yay! I'm excited. This one's for a little new baby.
0: It's cute. I love the colors.
1: His name is Garth and the first movie he ever saw was Wayne's World. <laughs> which is who,
0: who he's named after I believe. <laughs> uh, well, I like Garth a lot. Think it's a it's, great name. Yeah, it, it, it works really well I
1: think. For that same kid, I am, I still need to finish it. I'm almost done with the octopus amigurumi. Um, Super excited for him to have it. Like it's going, it's really cute looking so far. That's awesome in my office. (laughs) And that is the Lily's Amigurumi Crochet Freebies. So there's a link on our show notes to the website. I'm just using some leftover Cascade Wave and some Bloomsbury DK in a couple of colors of teal. It's pretty cute.
0: Yay! It's good stuff. So yeah.
1: That's what I've been knitting and crocheting, except, ooh, check this out. Let me pull it out my granny square crochet blanket
0: yay
1: got three new stripes on it today today today
0: nice
1: like three and a half so from this light purple to this dark purple to this green cool and it, sparkles yes, yes. i'm so su- yeah they pick up quite well in there yeah and it's getting there. It's not quite a full wingspan. It's probably 48 inches wide at this point. And I'm excited to add some more, but it's coming
0: along. It's lovely. It was really nice to have that
1: on my lap during the conference today. <laughs> it's going to be so cozy. I bet it already is so cozy. It is. When I was sitting in there at a conference, it was kind of chilly in the room. And I had that on my lap and it was just fine. It's great. I also made some good progress on some spinning lately. All right. I hadn't hadn't done much spinning because I felt like it was a luxury I didn't have the time for. And... I, you know, I had this opportunity to sit down and spin a little last weekend and it was great. It was amazing how much I kind of had missed it. I hadn't spun it on my wheel for a while. Just hadn't had the joy of it. And I think it's back. Yay. So excited. Hoping I'll be able to finish that project up this year. Uh, I've been doing, working on my combo spin. Okay. Which has uh Earth, and then a Earth silk blend from the polar is from southern cross fibers and the polar silk is from my one of my favorite three waters farm and they're just so pretty blues and greens and a little, some browns that are all just gonna kind of work well together i'm hoping i'll have enough first sweater we'll see
0: that'd be really cool
1: if not a full sweater, I should be have enough for like most of a sweater, and then I can find something to do with some color work or something.
0: That could be fun.
1: So yeah, I think that does it for me for what's brewing. Excellent.
0: What do you have going on? Um well I decided to kind of group my uh, dishcloths is all in kind of one section because I keep just having to re put it in there like Mm -hmm. on the notes so I have been working on a bunch of dishcloths which I'll try to keep posting on Instagram um and I have linked um very pink knits or Stacy Perry's pattern because that's what I do um but I'm always working on some so I'm just going to keep it in the notes and probably continue to mention them But I've been working on those. And then those are really, really nice on a century ride. I finished off one of those and then I cast it on and finished um, a scrubby, which the pattern that I follow is called the Springtime Scrubby Dishcloth by Heather Mestringlelli. Okay. I butchered that last name. I'm sorry. Tried. Um, which they're just, they're meters squares, but that is the pattern that I do follow. Cause I know there's a few different decrease methods. So if you're curious on that one specifically, it's a free pattern on our website. So I have that link too. And I held that double as the pattern instructs. Cause I know sometimes I just hold double cause I like to, um, <laughs> and so I used, um, red heart scrubby and lily sugar and the cream sugar and cream held double and finished one and started another and got pretty close in that one too um i am still working through my undergarment bags one is at my office and i'm getting pretty close to done with that one it's a i think i did an in-between size because i found Like I, I thought like I had my standard and then I made like a larger size and now I'm Mm -hmm. actually finding the standards a little too small for what I want. So I'm, I'm doing one in between those two. So I'm still kind of working on those, but I think I have a nice foundation set up on my pattern. So someday I'll publish that, but that's just going to go as it goes. It's not going to be I (laughs) really like the colors
1: of your current one. The purple and the green look nice together.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. I love purple and green. <laughs> thank you. Say what? Yeah, probably a big surprise to everyone on that one. <laughs> um, I have had some time to work on my sockhead cowl. That's patterned by Kelly McClure. Um, Maddie of Watts Yarn suggested it to me and I'm loving it. So thank you again, Maddie. And I am using Dream and Color Smooshy Cashmere, their 2021 October colorway. It's, it's pretty, and it's a great cowl to just show off the yarn. And it's easy to just pick up and go. And so I've, I've really liked it. It's a well-written pattern. And then the last one I'm going to talk about is uh, Kino Knits. I am working, well, I've completed the test net requirements but i'm working on the second mitt she only required one mitt to be completed and she asked me to complete the left one so now i'm on the right one and i'm almost to the decreases at the top of the mitten so i'm excited and that was fun i was really excited to get into the test knit they are um like a blocky color work I would say so that you can actually use colors that are more similar. If you want, I went very different. So I've got a super bright yellow and then a pretty rich, I don't know, plummy purple. Definitely a rich plum
1: purple for sure. They are a fantastic. Like contrast. And I love how contrast they are. It's very bold. Thank you. It is definitely a pattern that would work. Both with a bold contrast and a
0: less one. Agreed. Yeah. Um. But when I was looking through my stash, th- that really called to me, and I was like, "Yep, this is it." Um. And I've done it before, but the plies on the yarn are different. Uh, it's not a problem at all. One's a four, and one's a three. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah. So I am enjoying it. I found the pattern very easy to understand and enjoyable. And I liked reading off the charts. It is really awesome. And I was glad, glad that I did it. So if you're looking for a fun and I'd say pretty doable mitt pattern, This might be a good one for you. Oh, she had a great video too. She linked, um, I'm hoping she knitted, she linked it on the pattern too. I know she emailed it to us. Um, there is an edge here that where you're switching colors, like right on the outside. And she showed, she showed the example with double pointed needles, but I'm doing it with magic loop and it also works but it was a really great helpful video to kind of help with that like bunching and that you can run into with floats especially on long stripes uh vertical stripes so yeah cool the reason why she's the best
1: (laughs) she does include a lot of good detail
0: yeah um I think that's all I've got. I still have a lot of other things. I've probably touched a few of them, but it's mostly been this stuff in my dishcloths. Um, trying to decide if I should ask Kelsey what she's finished or if we should try another beverage. Let's see here. Yeah.
1: Why don't we go ahead and grab our second
0: beverage? Okie dokie. I will run to the refrigerator. Same here. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Beer too, friends.
1: Beer too.
0: Um, this is raspberry jam, which is a, I'm going to butcher this, but raspberry Berliner Weiss. Would you like to know how I say it? Berliner Rice. That's fancy. Berliner. Um, Twice. Uh, and this one is by Tallgrass Brewing Company, and it is a super happy-looking can.
1: It is. This can makes me excited.
0: <laughs>
1: it's got, like, uh, lime green and a dark orange, like, crazy lines across the can. And the raspberry jam kind of looks like it's on a uh, vinyl record. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, it looks a little trippy, honestly. I'm very excited. I haven't had one of these in a long time. Tall grass is. Uh, let's see. They are out of Iowa, I believe. Ah, Wichita, Kansas. Oh, that's, I think that's where they're being brewed and canned now. Brewed and canned by Wichita Brewing Company. Okay. Anyway, they used to be around and then I believe they went out of business for a while because they're kind of one of these like contract brewing companies anymore where they can through somebody else.
0: Okay. Um,
1: But they have another good beer, which you bought too. Uh, The Buffalo Sweat, one of the
0: best beers you'll have. That's so crazy to me to think that they could be out of business. Like that beer is so popular, at least around here. It is around here. That's for sure um anyways try this guy Uh, buffalo sweats coming up either in one or two episodes because my beers could go they could either be a t or an s like they all have (laughs) so i was like well i'll get them and we'll see what what we're at i would say this is definitely tangy forward yes Mm. Definitely tart. My husband will lose his mind over this beer. Oh, he will love this. He will love it. Husband? Would you like to come here? Anyways, you can
1: continue, Kelsey. I was hoping we might get a Brian review.
0: Do you have beverage with us? All right. This is uh, the raspberry jam. Uh, it's it's good. It's good. Kind of mellow, sour. I don't know, is it a pastry sour or something. It's kind of... No, it's a Berliner vase. Well, they should rename it then. <laughs> so Brian is saying that it has a. It's a classic. What was I saying? Uh, it's good. It's a it's nice and mellow. I will drink, I will drink seven of these. So he also says it's sessionable. Yes, definitely. Oh,
1: I'm glad he likes it. Glad you like it, Brian.
0: It is one of Kelsey's favorites. That's good.
1: Yes, it is. <laughs> Very drinkable. Very
0: easy. I'm glad to have it. Is that almost like a juicy. Flavor to the raspberry, but not a fake yes. flavor. Like it's a real flavor. Well, and it's very like, juice feeling full. Yes. That makes. Yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense to me. Nice. Um. Any other thoughts, husband, aka Brian or Kelsey? Uh no. It's very I good. It's very, yeah. very good beer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yay. Recommend it. Five stink skeins out of five. <laughs> I bet he's been waiting to say that. I just thought it. <laughs> anyway, have fun. Well, I guess on that note, Kelsey, seems like something exciting just happened. In a less than positive way, I think. Uh, yeah, I can talk about it right now. We
1: can skip what's happening for the moment and go straight to hangovers real quick, if you. Want. Sure. So, in hangovers, we have a brand new one. Brand new one.
0: Just oh, now. No.
1: And I think there's only one way I'm going to fix it, and I need to count my stitches again.
0: Oh man! Yeah. Uh,
1: I think I did one set of decreases too many on the sleeve of this little sweater. And instead of having a four-stitch um, really? stitch count, yeah, I have two stitches, two little less than I need. Huh. So I didn't catch it until I was five rounds into the ribbing on the sleeve oh (laughs) because the magic loop yeah it's like oh shoot and that's why you should count your stitches before you do your ribbing (laughs) shoot
0: we'll just take those off the needles and go just no hesitation with kelsey just rips right out yep (laughs) That's exactly what I did. I did one set of decreases. Too many. Mm. Hopefully it's not too far up.
1: Nope. It's about 10 rows. Considering I did all of that while we were recording, that's fine. Uh, how would you rate this hangover? Um, I would say take a sip of beer in the morning and call it.
0: <laughs> little hair of the dog mm-hmm.
1: I think that's that because now it's fixed perfect do you have any
0: hangovers Um, I don't think so I definitely pulled my needles out of something and put it back in but it wasn't a big deal because I think it was like on cotton so, so it didn't go anywhere yeah <laughs> it just stayed Wow, that's impressive for this to be our only
1: hangover, only tiny little hangover. That's true. Well done.
0: If that happened. Yeah. Um, Do we want to bounce back to F.O.s? Oh, yes, yes. Let's go
1: back to F.O.s, which I don't have it written down, but I do have one. And that is what I'm calling the Lionheart-ish pullover. Okay. This is the six to eight month or six to eight year old version of the Lionheart hoodie. But with the modification that I did not do the correct folded hem. And then I didn't do the striping. I just marled.
0: That's lovely.
1: So I used three different colors of
0: yarn in this one. Is uh, it kind of a fade too? Yes. Okay. I was going to say, I, I could yep. see the.
1: There's a little bit of It's lovely. A
0: fade. I was able I to do a little bit it.
1: more fade of this on this one than the second one. But that's all right. And I, I just love the texture that these two yarns held together are. So I held together by yarn sock yarn. Um, I forget what the color of the blue is, but then I had this, or or I guess it's a green blue. And then I have a green, blue, purple, pink, um, that was also ball yarns. And then I fade it into a pink, which is a Malabarigo.
0: That's really cool. How those fit so well together. They fit
1: great together. They have the same
0: like hue. It's
1: really nice. And they were all by at three different times. Perfect. So that was kind of cool. Um, but I love it. I am just so I, like in love with this sweater. I need my own.
0: Me too. So
1: there definitely is one of these in my future. And I think when I make mine, it'll have a pocket on the front too.
0: No, I love it.
1: So this is going to the older sister of Garth.
0: Yay, happy presents.
1: I felt like if I was going to make Garth this sweater, I should make a sister's sweater. So, yeah, that is my lone F.O. I'm excited so, to have one. <laughs> I still need to weigh it and all that, enter it, and take pictures and leave in the ends, but I'm counting that as an F.O. Because by the time that it's a true F.O., it'll be
0: with its person. And probably on Instagrams, Probably that, too. <laughs> um, for me, I don't really have a whole lot. I finished a few of those traditional dishcloths by Very Pink Knits. I've finished one scrubby I think I have two on the needles right now too with the metered square but that's that's kind of it for me so something but these these mittens are real close so hopefully by the next episode I will have that
1: as an aside did you know that they have yarn out there that has uh, just the regular cotton yarn and the scrubby yarn together in one skein I did not That's a good idea, though. Yeah, uh, someone else knits at the conference that I go to, and they all know her as a knitter as well. And yep, she was knitting away on her washcloths and had this yarn that had um, both the regular cotton and the
0: scrubby scrubbing. That's handy. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe when I work through my obnoxious stash a little more, I'll look for some. <laughs> At some point, you should. I, I did rearrange my stash a little, uh, and I moved all my cotton yarn into, I had one bin where all of my cones were, and mm-hmm. now there's enough room to put my cones and my cotton yarn together in there. So nice. that gave me enough room to spread out my drawers of stash. So. Mm-hmm. I had my sport and my DK all in one drawer and it was getting a little out of control. So now there's two drawers for that. (laughs) So yeah. Nice. It's probably very due to our our knit along where I'm a little more aware of how fast I'm buying and how fast I'm knitting it.
1: It has been very good for me this whole year, keeping track of it. It has been very good to see, okay, I have bought, you know, this much yarn. Am I really using it? And I'm starting to think about, okay, what do I have? How can I use what I have better? And the realization that, well, yes, you know, yarn doesn't expire necessarily. Doesn't mean you can't just use it. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, we all have those pretty skeins and there are some that I've had forever, but I'm starting to realize yeah, I should just use it. Yeah. With that, should we hop into what's happening? Um yes. Do you have anything new? Nope. All right. Nothing. I have I have one thing. Okay. And I've only sort of opened it. I have the new Watts Yarn Halloween Mystery Fiber. I don't have it yet. You (laughs) ordered the
0: Mystery Fiber? No, but there's a monthly one coming. I don't know. I got a notification.
1: Gotcha. I haven't seen the monthly one yet, but this is her Mystery Halloween Fiber. How cool is this? Okay, so. It looks like a candy. It is like a candy. Check this out. There's little stitch markers on both. So there are four little types of fiber, in Corriedale, Parandale, Shetland, and Cheviot. And then she included um, inclusions, which are hand-dyed green firestar, orange wool nips, purple border Leicester locks. Oh. And then also eight stitch markers and handmade tags. Aww. So yes, each little what of them has a stitch marker on both ends. And I think she made these as well.
0: Wow. Check out this skull. Nice. Oh, I'm so excited. And a spinning wheel. Cute.
1: So I haven't opened any of them yet, but look, here's my green fire star is like green, green. And I'm excited for these locks. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait. Look at this hand-pressed.
0: Wow. How cool. That's really impressive. Oh, I can't wait to spin some
1: of this. I'm so excited. I'm trying to decide if I hold off and try to finish what's on my wheel right now, mm-hmm. or if I just jump into these soon. Think I'm gonna. At it's least hard finish. to resist. Think I'm gonna finish the bobbin that's on the wheel.
0: Hmm. So close. So close.
1: But yeah. That's exciting. I'm very excited about that.
0: That's really cool. Like all those extra like loving touches just makes it really special. That's
1: really fun. I ordered her mystery Hell- or Christmas Fire box as well.
0: Cool. So I'm
1: looking forward to that one too. Alrighty. Let's jump into our topic. So, I brought this one up to Caitlin and suggested it after somewhat being influenced by the Unraveling podcast. Um, Someone had mentioned in their forums about using stash in knit alongs or how they could, you know, get help using stash for knit alongs or something. So, I thought we could kind of talk about shopping your stash for how you're going to use in a project and you know kind of being aware okay I don't necessarily need to go out and buy more yarn I've got something in my stash I want to use what's in my stash mm-hmm. so right right now um Stephen West has his mystery knit along going on and it's one that I've done for years I have not doing it this year or I didn't do it last year um but someday again I'm sure I will Um, But often, you know, he puts out these amazing color combinations, and it's really easy just to hop on their website while they're still in stock and get one of the suggested color combinations, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think there's nothing wrong with that. No, absolutely not. They're kind of, I think they're in the broad sense, there's kind of three categories of knitters a little bit. Those that see the pattern and want to make that pattern exactly. That's the colors, that's the yarn. I'm going to use that color that yarn for that pattern. Then you see the group that, oh, that's a cool pattern. What are my yarn choices? You know, what yarns am I going to use? I want to make that pattern, but what yarns am I going to use? And then there's kind of your third set who are like, oh, I have this yarn. Well, what pattern am I gonna make with it, right? So kind of going along this line and thinking, okay, there's this pattern. Do I have to use the yarns that are in it? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I think that there are a lot of people that are afraid that they're not going to have the right color combinations. They're not sure of their color options. But you know what? There are a lot of, oh, sure, gauge too. But I think as long as you stay within the same you know, range, you know, you're working on a fingering pattern, you should probably use fingering weight yarn or know how to make those adjustments or Go out and figure out how to make those adjustments but often there are a lot of people that feel obligated to use the yarn that are you know is suggested for a knit along. and like we said like you don't necessarily have to use that just because it's what the designer used doesn't mean you have to use the exact same one but do be aware that you should use something that is at least similar and has the same qualities hmm Like, if you use linen yarn for something that was knit in wool, it's not going to have the same effect. It's not going to stretch the same. It's not going to drape the same. It's not going to fit the same. So you do want to keep those kind of things in mind. There was probably a reason the designer did it in the yarn that they did. Mm -hmm. But if it's something similar, say you've got one sock weight yarn, sock yarn, and then the designer used a different sock yarn oh absolutely go ahead and switch through those
0: yeah and if you're kind of stuck on yarns like that might be behaving the same way uh yarnsub.com is awesome yes yes it is <laughs>
1: say you've got a yarn in your hand and you're like oh i really want to make this cool or, or I guess with yarn sub, you know, you're looking at that pattern. I can't get that yarn here. What would be a similar yarn? You can put in the qualities of the yarn, the weight,
0: the uh, the fiber, etc. And Or just something. the yarn. That's ah, true, too. Yeah. And it'll give you close things. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It has all the options. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, sorry to interrupt your thought there. I wanted oh, no, to sure throw okay. that one in there.
1: I was just going to say, um, you know, even if you don't have the exact same yarn that the pattern suggests, if you come close, that's pretty good. But there are also people that are unsure of colors and how to pair colors together. There are lots of resources. Say you've got a skein of yarn in a particular color. There are all kinds of like color wheels that you could go use. So if you wanted to do two other colors, go hop online and search for a color wheel and find something similar to the color you have. And then you can find your one, two, multiple other colors that would go complementary with it or contrast with it. And there's all kinds of different options that can help kind of relate to where you're at and could work very well with it for sure like I am starting to think about doing a November sweater like usual oh shoot yeah that's coming up that's coming right up and I'm planning uh, what am I gonna use what weight do I want to use and kind of leaning towards a fingering weight that's all kinds of stripes this year That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, someone recently did a sweater that was uh, just, you know, used their uh, D20 and just randomly rolled it and did some striping. and. That's fun. Uh, I'm kind of thinking of doing a November challenge to myself and designing my own sweater. But that could be just mess. We'll see. But by doing that, I'm going to go, shop through my stash which is now all nicely organized Woo-woo. and use that kind of same idea going okay i have this main color of yarn that i want to work with what things might come and play with it well so for instance like i said you've got you know color wheels you can also if you're on instagram or something throw it out there hey i've got these options what do you think I know in some of my discord groups you know it's really common I want to work on this pattern these are my options so like in our patreon um we do this with missy a lot she'll give us a bunch of examples and I love it when she does and it's like oh hey I think that looks good or you know any one of us does it
0: yeah I certainly have and yes um, my smiley face hat's just awesome because I never thought to put these, this green and this pink together and it's so cute.
1: <laughs> Anybody will be happy to give you an opinion. If you want some help, I'm happy to help you. You know, like they're kind of fun things.
0: Um, another thing I have done is... I'll just put the colors in on Google and a lot of time it's more like house design or decorating ideas will come up but you'll see a lot of color combos that way and that's been kind of fun to look at and see too. Oh
1: that's a good idea I like
0: that. Yeah so different like house decorating things and yeah just one another there's so many so many options if you're shore, or even just go for it or make a swatch Yeah, to see, see how out. they look remember you can always rip something out if it doesn't look right mm-hmm. rip it back out
1: but yeah so you really don't you know you don't have to 100% use exactly what's suggested don't feel like you're obligated to use 100% of what is suggested because you know what that's probably not going to be the case for,
0: what, 90% of people. Yeah. And that means you're not locked in either just because a pattern uses colors that you might not like on their sample doesn't mean you can't knit it in colors you want.
1: It's always good, too, to go and look, especially, it's, it's easier with Ravelry, it's harder elsewhere, but, you know, Instagram is typically pretty good yeah, if hashtags. you search for hashtags. But go and look at other people's examples. Like a lot of Stephen West patterns are out there in super wacky colors because you know what? He can carry it off. He makes it fun. But if you turn a lot of his patterns into a more neutral or a more like subtle palette, they can be very classic. For sure. So don't necessarily let even the color of a pattern throw you off you can always turn it into a black and white and then go back later and like fill it in if you wanted to. That'd be kind of fun. That would be fun. And text your colors that way. I know that for a while, um, Jasmine of the Nipmores was using an app called Procreate and would do like little scratch templates of a sweater and color it in and see what was working and I don't do that so often now, but I've kind of tried it and it's fun.
0: Yeah. See, that's, that kind of brings in that adult coloring idea. Oh, Um, absolutely. That'd be kind of fun too. There's while knitting for me is definitely meditative. So would, so would that be, that'd be kind of fun. I could see that. But yeah, I love this topic. I think it's, it's always good to visit this and revisit this and know that you are not locked in right on all sorts of things but especially you can get you can do probably quite a bit more than you think with your stash I'm always surprised (laughs) I really just wanted to highlight colors this
1: week because a lot of people get hung up on picking colors it's hard it can be hard it can definitely be hard but sometimes you just need to go with your gut and give it a try especially if you're shopping from your stash, which is something you already have in your possession, and you don't have to go out and buy it. It's already something you have, and you can work with what you have.
0: Nice. So I think, I think that's what I got for it. Thank you, Kelsey. It was fun. You're welcome. I think it's good information. I don't know if I have anything to add other than I really like the topic. Any other thoughts? Um, You had on it?
1: I don't think so. I think go shop your stash and see what you want to use in your next project. And if you do have questions, feel free to reach out to us and we'll help you to help with color choices anytime.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes, we'd love it.
1: So, Caitlin, have you learned anything biking this week?
0: I have. I have. Um, Which. I know it's look funny there. Sorry. Um, Glasses. I don't think we've talked about this yet. And if we have, I'm happy to talk about it again because it is good. Um, Covering your eyes when biking is definitely something I am for.
1: I am 100% (laughs) pro glasses.
0: Yes. So pretty easy. Most of the time when we're biking during the day, but in the morning or at night, you still want to protect your eyes. Um, i am always surprised how many bugs I run into or just like, I actually hit a bat. Did I tell you that I hit a bat with my face? Wow. (laughs) Um, yeah. Um, we were biking home. I was uh, with my friends, Mel and Eric and it's, a part where the trail's really curvy and there's bats flying around it. And I think it I love bats. I thought it was so cool. And all of a sudden one just hits me, hits me in the face. <laughs> I was like, oh. Um so really, really glad that I had glasses on. I just have some like inexpensive safety glasses that I wear at night. Mm-hmm. Um, when it gets colder, I have ski goggles. But definitely worth it to include in your biking get up is some glasses to protect your eyes um i, I agree so with the things. safety glasses
1: <laughs> i i've got a cheap pair of like three dollar safety glasses that you can get at casey's mm-hmm. and those are my typical clear lenses at night although sometimes they tend to fog up but yeah you'll have that for a three dollar pair of glasses
0: yeah i run into that even with my sunglasses <laughs> But yes,
1: but. you know, I've had bugs, I've had trees, you know, leaves, I've had all kinds of things come up into my eyes and it's not
0: comfortable. Yeah. yeah. You want to protect your eyes and make it so you can keep seeing as you go. Absolutely. So that's my, my bike tip of the day. And I definitely did on my century ride on Saturday where my safety glasses in the morning when it was still a little, um, dark out and that night since we biked until 10 the sun was definitely down by then it's going down earlier and earlier so good to have and at least to me it's not a lot of extra weight to protect my eyes so i i just carry two pairs of sunglasses they do make sunglasses that you can switch lenses in and out too
1: they do and i've had a few pairs of those but i tend to always end up losing the lenses <laughs>
0: Yeah, I feel like I'm just gonna break the lenses. Um, I know people that do and they like them though. But
1: yeah. I like them when I can keep them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I think that's all I got for that. Um any other closing thoughts? Get outside while you still can. Mm-hmm.
1: Enjoy some of the nature, even if it's for a couple minutes. A sunshine, the fresh air. I love fall. So, I think
0: those are my closing thoughts. Do you have any? I could talk a little bit more about biking, if that's okay. Absolutely. <laughs> um, last night, we went biking with our um, Big Cock um, group. That's the name of the bike shop. It's a rooster theme. Feel free to let your imagination run wild with that. Um, but we go mountain biking and it was halfway through it was dark in our bike ride. So I was very glad to have my lights and very glad to have my glasses because it got buggy. And I've been talking about my confidence a little bit. I feel like it's just slowly inching that way. Um, but there's a part the trail that I was getting like very consistently. And I don't know why, like I've never had an accident there or anything, but I've been chickening out on it. And it's like this, it's kind of this turn where you have to kind of be aware where you're at. Cause there's some roots, which is fine. You can go over roots, but to do the turn while well, I kind of try to go on the outside of the roots and then down, and there's two trees. And in between the trees, there's a root. it's downhill and it freaks it's just been freaking me out and I was already like way behind the group so I was like I'm gonna get this tonight so I chickened out the first time went back chickened out the second time and (laughs) went back and my friend actually she I think she did another loop of something else so she's she's usually the fast group but she came up on me when I was trying again and made the suggestion of once I get my front wheel through which I usually do and then I stop so I'm really there like I'm lined up good to go she's like right right when that wheel passes pedal and I got it
1: nice that worked for me (laughs) (laughs) now you just have to go back and do it again
0: yes yes and it's it's just not that bad it's just it's uh like it's just the visual is scary oh that happens though like yeah
1: Who knows? Sometimes you just get hung up on something for whatever reason.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. I also, it's definitely like mental for me because as we're going through the second part, there's a part with a lot of roots Mm -hmm. and I still didn't get all the way through it. There's one part that has like a tight turn and a bunch of roots and it's really hard and a lot of people stop. But when I can see less, I do better. <laughs> so just it's just a friendly reminder to me to be like, no, you can do more than you think. You just, you're looking at it and scaring yourself. But yeah, so that was kind of a cool, cool win that I'm, I'm building my confidence back up and lear- learning how to approach things in a way that works for my brain. So yeah. Good job. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yes, I think that's all I got. Cool. So, um, knit all the things. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and on tap as Gravel Knits. Our website is GravelKnits.com. You can email us at GravelKnits at gmail.com and support us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash GravelKnits. You can find me, Kelsey, on
1: Instagram and Ravelry as Bikes Brewers Use. And occasionally on Untapped as Kelsey J.
0: And you can find me, Caitlin, on Ravelry and Instagram as Caitlin and Lloyd. Uh, please message us to let us know what you'd like to talk about. And we'd love to hear what you think about the show. And if you like the podcast, share it with a friend.
1: Gravel believes everyone deserves to be included and loved, regardless of who you love, beliefs, color, size, your gender, or whatever else makes you you. Please keep in mind that we are human. And while you're we trying to educate ourselves, there is always more to learn, and any critiques are deeply appreciated.